This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. God. You, whoa, you're a genius. Thank you. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And I'm a genius. <laughs> and this is Spilled Milk. The show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any, although maybe we'll reconsider. Boy, we, we really uh, jump around on that. We, we, need to, we need to get a consistent message going on whether you can have any. I'm too busy with my ice cream. <laughs> Icebox cake. <laughs> Which is the subject of today's episode, Icebox cake. Uh, so... Maybe we should start by defining icebox cake because I only learned what it was a few years ago. So Me too. I'm willing to bet there's that someone out there, possibly like in a in a country other than our own, might have no idea what we're talking about. Well, and I think basically we're like the last people on earth or certainly in the US to we're, learn. Wait. We are the last people on Earth? <laughs> are we going to have to repopulate the Earth? Oh, God. <laughs> More reason like, for people to think we're married. This could, after, after, like, the first generation, it's going to get really gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so icebox cake. Basically, you take these things, most commonly called famous chocolate wafers made by Nabisco, it seems to me that they are made exclusively for the purpose of making icebox cake. Yeah, and there are a few interesting things about them, which we should get to. But anyway, we'll they're, to. they're these round, uh, very thin, very dark, 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 like the color of an Oreo chocolate wafer cookies. You can purchase them at a grocery store near you. And you layer them with whipped cream and then put the whole thing in the fridge, freezer? Fridge. Fridge. For how long? At least a few hours and overnight is best. And the idea is that these cookies kind of uh, soften and swell a little bit, almost become kind of cake-like. And at the same time, because um, moisture is coming out of the whipped cream and into the cookies, the whipped cream kind of firms up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this it, it takes absolutely no skill and almost no time to make this. So and- most people learn about this as children. Matthew and I are great anomalies, as usual. I mean, maybe I had it when I was a kid, but I don't remember it. I just remember getting into it as an adult. I know that my husband grew up having this a lot as a kid, and he couldn't believe that I had never had it. Anyway, there are a number of different shapes it can take, too. I mean, it it is up 
to you what you want your icebox cake to look like. Yeah, so so you've got you know the 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 parts like you've got like like a like a Legos or like an Erector set going, um, and the parts are these are these round cookies and whipped cream, and you can you can build it any way you want. It's your house of cards. I would, I think I just switched metaphors. Is Peter Russo gonna die? Yes, I don't know anything about that. You show. don't? No. Oh my god, you and Laurie should totally watch it. Okay, it's wonderful. Kevin Spacey is so delightfully evil. And so is his wife. I like evil. So. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna love it. Okay. So what what did you construct this in? Did you just do it on a plate? So yes, just on a plate, just like making making stacks of cookies, make, making like like a a long log of cookies held together with whipped cream, and then putting whipped cream all over the top of it, and then you wait, slice did you lay it. the cookies on their sides? Yes. Oh. Um, so yeah, so you're making like, you know, a centipede of cookies stuck together. Oh, wow. Which is way better than a human centipede. So much better. <laughs> and then you slice it kind of on the diagonal so you can see the, the stripes of the brown cookies and white whipped cream. And this one that I've made is a mint chocolate icebox cake. And all I did was stir a little bit of mint extract into the cream. Mm, it is wonderful. So. I can eat so much icebox cake. In what? Oh, I know. I mean, because it's like basically eating a bowl full of whipped cream. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's better because, you know, that because of this alchemy that happens to the whipped cream. And I have to say that the flavor of the the chocolate wafers, again, kind of like an Oreo, it just tastes kind of brown, which is somehow wonderful with the cream. Well, I have I have a uh, box of chocolate wafers here. And of course, okay, a couple of weird things about the chocolate wafers. <clears throat> First of all, they're like the most expensive cookies in the supermarket. And I don't know why that is. I hope it's because they're crammed full of high-quality chocolate, but it's like $6 they even for have a small box in of them? cookies. I bet they have cocoa powder. Yep, that's it. Oh, they also have high-fructose corn syrup. Gosh, that's really disappointing. Oh, come on. Don't don't ruin. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's, it's not all comedy when we start talking about nutrition. God, nutrition, I hate it. The thing, I feel that these are not very good at all to eat on their own, and I will eat some really low-end cookies quite happily. Oh. And yet, again, like, when you when you combine them with whipped cream, magic occurs. My gosh. This actually tastes like cardboard. I yeah. think cardboard would taste better. Right. The, the texture is bad. The flavor is almost non-existent. The flavor um, is, uh, I think the word for it is really, it's dusty. Yeah. This tastes like something you find under your bed. Well, I mean, in this apocalyptic <clears throat> scenario that we find ourselves in, I mean, there's, there's only two of us left. I would rather eat your dead body <laughs> than, than finish this cookie. If you had to eat my dead body, what, what would you eat first? Don't answer that. <laughs> I, don't, I think... No, okay, go ahead. Let's Let's hear it. Well, it depends on... Am I cooking it? Mm. <laughs> can I cook it? Come on, I can. I'll, I'll figure out how to build a fire. You can cook it. Okay, so I think I'm going to do the thigh. Okay, that, I think, I think I that could, makes sense. Isolate a, a big piece of muscle <laughs> and <laughs> spit roast it. Okay. <laughs> oh, your your femur is like a good spit. Oh, you're spit roasting it on its own. <laughs> we aren't we talking about like uh, animals that. <laughs> Like like how you can eat mussels with a mussel shell? Yeah. We just found another one, another animal you can eat using its own utensils, me. <laughs> and, and this week, we're talking about cannibalism. Seriously, I'm not going to finish this wafer. It's really not good. No, but isn't that amazing how good it gets? And so 
I, I, I feel like this is one of, one of those shows where I'm just going to keep going on and on because I have so many opinions on this topic. I have had icebox cakes made with other things. Have you, have you had an icebox like cake? Like with human femurs? <laughs> I was just going to leave it at other things and let people fill it in. Do you think that if you used human bones that if left long enough with cream... They would soften. <laughs> you could cut through them with a spoon. I think definitely. I think all of our subscribers yeah. are unsubscribing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, I, go on. So, what other kinds of cookies? Okay, so I've had I've had icebox cakes made with graham crackers. I've had icebox cakes made with ginger snaps. Mm. I've had icebox cakes made with Oreos. Oh, so and, with the Oreo filling. With, with the, yeah, the Oreos with the Oreo filling. Does that make it too <laughs> no, sweet? Actually, you unscrew each Oreo and lick the filling off and then make a cake out of them. Perfect. Um, Serve it only to the ones you love. <laughs> how, how was it with the filling inside? Well, I don't think any of these things work very well. And, mm. you know, and we should we should say that that uh, we did we did a little research here, if you can believe that. And um, icebox cakes are a descendant of trifles. You know, those those desserts, English desserts made in a big glass bowl mm-hmm. um, mold, a, tr- a trifle bowl. Yeah. Where you like where you layer uh, whipped cream and uh, and like sponge cake. Yeah. And uh, usually a custard. As well, I believe. Right. So, so it's the idea of, of, of taking... Actually, I don't even know that there's whipped cream involved. Usually. Okay, maybe not. You don't know what you're talking about. Right. Matt. So I did a ton of research here. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's not, like, it's not like Nabisco invented this idea, and yet, really, I've never had a, a icebox cake uh, made with anything other than chocolate wafers that I thought was as Moorish, if you will, mm. as, as this one. Yeah. There is an incredible metamorphosis that uh, occurs, uh, you know, in the true sense of, of metamorphosis. And <laughs> first you start out with this kind of ugly thing. Yeah. And then you put it in the fridge and it's a beautiful butterfly. Yes. And uh, yeah. Could you, <laughs> could you pass me a wing? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's wing Wednesdays at, at the uh, butterfly cafe. <laughs> oh God. Ugh. Okay. So, oh, what? What? It was okay when you were talking about eating people, <laughs> but when I talk about eating butterflies, somehow that's b- over the but line. They're so pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's true. People are like big bags of ick. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about this. There was a great article on Food Fifty Two that we'll link to. That was like how to how to improvise an icebox cake, basically. And uh, you know, you can you can mix in a whole bunch of stuff with the whipped cream, and that's good. So I did mint extract. I've Brilliant. Seen, there's by a the way. there's a Martha Stewart recipe that I have not made, but I'm definitely going to where you, you whip a little peanut butter <gasps> in with the whipped cream. Wouldn't that, that be awesome? That sounds incredible. That sounds really good. As long really as it good. doesn't ruin the texture. I think you'd need to use something like Skippy. I think so. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm eating cake. Take your time. Mm-hmm. It's not like people are sitting here listening, waiting for us. <clears throat> And you're listening to Dead Air with Terry Gross. <laughs> hey, you know what I discovered this morning? What? So I'd always wondered, you know, Tori Malatia, the yes. the producer of, he is the producer, right, of, of This American Life? He's no longer with the show, but he's the founder and, and uh, uh, like, well, I, I don't know what I his kept, actual title was. He's kept, their boss. I kept thinking that I had never, I just had never heard of the name Tori for a man. And I kept thinking... You know, I've been picturing Tori Malatia as a man for all these years. And I thought, I wonder if it's actually a woman. And I looked it up, and it's a man. Sort of anticlimactic. But there you go, everybody. In case you've wondered, Tori Malatia, male. Oh, so that's the whole story. Tori Malatia has boy parts. 
<laughs> wait, wait. How did you how did you verify that? I googled did it. Did you cook him? I <laughs> <laughs> this has to stop. <laughs> I mean, I guess it doesn't since we're since we're the uh, the last people left on Earth. <laughs> there's no one. There's no one left to cook except me <laughs> and Tori Mallet. <laughs> yeah, somehow. Yeah. Well, tell me more about this this Food Fifty Two thing. Does anybody even need a recipe really to to make a nice box cake? I mean, cake? I mean it kind of really. seems like the ultimate vehicle for improvisation. It is truly the ultimate vehicle for improvisation. <laughs> It's, I mean, because you can make one with literally two ingredients, chocolate wafers and whipped cream, and it'll be awesome. You know, if you flavor the whipped cream, that's fine. You can try different cookies. Maybe that'll work for you better than it has for me. Um, you can put fruit on top. You can put a sauce on it. You know, you can you can dress this up any way you want. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really hard to beat the original. <laughs> but uh, I seem to recall that Deb Perlman who writes the wonderful website Smitten Kitchen, which everybody loves, myself included. She posted a recipe once for Icebox Cake, and she made her own chocolate wafers. Yes, that I was too Deb. lazy that to do that. Deb, what a woman. And her, the recipe she used for that was from one of our favorites, um, Alice Medrich, who um, we, we talked about, uh, I'm sure we talked about her on the hot chocolate recipe, or the chocolate milk recipe. Uh, chocolate milk episode which is i think is a bonus subscriber only episode so. i think we may have also talked about her on the buckwheat episode i bet we did because mm-hmm, i think we made her buckwheat sables and sables. so she has a recipe for homemade chocolate wafers i am eager to try them on the other hand i guess they would have to be a lot better than nabisco for for me to go through the go to the trouble well maybe they'd actually be edible on their own yeah that would be interesting actually. that would be a great yeah. improvement Okay, so so if you have tried those, we want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else? What else in the um, in the in the realm of of the icebox cake? Gosh, I don't know. I, you know, I feel like I'm still so new to icebox cakes. This is the, all of this. It's a revelation to me. Yeah. The other the other thing about that uh, the Smitten Kitchen one, which we'll link to, is uh, she did a beautiful job of uh, building her cake um, so that it looks like an artsy fancy dessert. But I bet it's still not that very hard to make. Yeah, that is the thing about an icebox cake is it looks really special, even though it is kind of the easiest cake-like thing you might ever make. We should we should take a picture of the of the zebra striped cut interior of the cake. We and, should and post it. We should, and so people can can admire the zebra stripes. Yeah, if uh, if you were going to eat a uh, roasted zebra, mm-hmm. <laughs> what part would you eat first? Well, I think I would take the back haunch and maybe. <sighs> I was going to say age it like a ham, mm. but I worry that there's not enough fat there. What would you start with? I would start with the white meat, by which I mean the meat under the white stripes. Ah, great. Great. <laughs> if, <laughs> Do you think you could find Jack White? I was just going to say, if it was just you, me, Jack White, and Meg White left on Earth, <laughs> could we... And re- the white meat from a zebra. <laughs> This and, I and this week we're talking about surrealism. Enough. Next thing we'll be talking about dripping clocks. Uh, yes, that that was our icebox cake episode. Um, apparently, uh, we have uh, like seven minutes of observations on icebox <laughs> cakes. I really thought I was going to go on and on and on. Huh. Well, there's not a lot to say. I mean, it's tasty and it's easy. I think. I think uh, it's your two ingredient. Slam dunk. Yes. Uh, I remembered something I wanted to say. Okay. Uh, there's a great cookbook that came out within within the last couple of years called Bakeless Sweets by Faith Durand, which is all kinds of 
desserts that don't have to be baked. So some of them have have a stovetop component, um, but uh, there's no no baking involved. So there's like puddings and custards and icebox cakes. And she has a lot of really nice variations in there and uh, and some beautiful photos too. Very cool. And I've met Faith. She's oh, a good, okay. She's a good person. So. Oh, so so you so <laughs> you you let me look it up um, instead of instead of just telling me what her name was. I didn't remember that that was her book. Okay. Yeah. Great. I'm sorry, Faith. Oh, that's okay. I'm really excited to check out her icebox cake variations, though, because I feel like, um, you know, you know how people feel like they can't turn on the oven when it's hot outside? I do know that. Myself included. I feel like the icebox cake is just the thing for summer. And isn't summer going to be happening soon after this podcast airs? I think very soon. Yeah. Great. Hey, everybody. Happy summer. Um, yeah. I mean, depends where you are. You might still be under a polar vortex, but you might be you might be on a cloud. <laughs> So you yeah. can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com, uh, where we will post some links to some icebox cake variations and post a picture of the beautiful icebox cake that we made. And you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SpilledMilkPodcast and uh, tell us about your favorite icebox cake variations. Please do. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes, where you can subscribe to the show and leave us a review. And until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. And uh, it's been nice knowing you because Molly's going to eat me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg. So, okay, so I wanted to make the pain. Can we talk more about icebox cakes? Can we eat a little (laughs) bit more? Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.